What is up, everybody? Welcome to Voices of the Body, the podcast. I am Love Ashley Elaine, and I am here to be your guide as we continue to journey through this voice, this conversation that our body has with us. Listen, I'm excited. Uh, it's April. Yeah. And this this month, I'm like, I'm ready to share like some deep stuff with y'all, right? Like, I think there's a journey that nobody talks about when it comes to really moving into purpose, right? So it's always, you know, the question of, I want to find my purpose, right? And then when you find it, It's like, okay, I'm starting to realize this day-to-day life that I've been living, it's not fitting me anymore, right? So what do we do? This episode, we are talking about letting go. Yes, all about letting go. What does that look like? What does it really feel like? And how do we maneuver through it, right? So, you know the vibes. Prepare your mind, body, and soul as we get into this episode. And we are back. So um, go ahead and find that comfortable seated position. Maybe it's laying down, whatever posture feels good in your body. And really allow yourself to just sink into that posture, right? Taking a nice big inhale, bringing shoulders all the way up to your ears. Drawing in all the air that you can. And gently exhaling as you really release. Beautiful. Maybe a nice, loud, audible sigh, whatever feels comfortable. And gives you that sign of release, right? Allows your body to fully let go. One more nice, big inhale. And exhale. Beautiful. Last one, nice big inhale, really now drawing that breath from the root of your body. So if you're laying down, feeling it come from the feet all the way up to the body, up through the stomach, up through the heart space, up through the chest to the throat. Nice big inhale. And gently exhale. Again, as you know, option here is to 
bring your gaze down your nose or completely close your eyes whatever allows you to feel safe in your body and in your space and just allow your soul right that solar plexus which is wherever the center of your body is to show you and articulate what it sees for you what it's pulling you towards what it desires for you to do right maybe you've been feeling a sense of shift in your atmosphere or your job the work that you do right allow it to speak to you allowing every exhale to release and create space in the body you should start to feel a little bit heavy right? but it's soft it's a letting go and just allow yourself to sit with that vision what are you seeing yourself doing what are you feeling in that space what comes up for you in your body when you see this right and what does your belly feel right it's our discernment it's our conviction it's that space that says yes i want to do that right it's also that space that says no that doesn't feel good And what feelings are you feeling in your body? Where are you feeling it? Right, allowing yourself to really investigate and take charge of what's coming up, right? And what's coming up isn't always um, sadness, right? It could be sadness because it's like, oh, I let that dream go and I'm not happy with where I am. So if you want to pause, you can pause right here and really allow yourself to engage even a little deeper into this space um, of stillness and just really connecting with your breath. Um, but if you are ready, take a nice big inhale and gently exhale. One more nice big inhale and gently exhale. And when the body is ready, slowly opening up the eyes, wiggling your toes and fingers, reintegrating back into your space, feeling arms, legs, moving the body in a way that reawakens it and allows you to come back into the present. Allow yourself some time to readjust and we will be right back.
And we're back. So I um, I really wanted to, so this whole month, I'm going to be talking about transitions and transformation. Um, and this particular, this particular episode, um, we're going to be talking about letting go, right? And why it's important. Um, it's hard. It's very hard. Um, but it's something that we have to trust in ourselves. In that it's something that we have to trust is like part of the process, right? Trusting in ourselves, trusting in our higher power, um, trusting in the process, right? And I wrote a post the other day where it's like, it's, it's cliche until it's no longer cliche, right? So when they say trusting the process, it's very cliche because we hear it all the time, but it's, it's actually true. Like when I look back on, like, all I see is fire, um, and a lot of not, not literal fire, like metaphoric fire, right? So, um, I, my, one of my favorite shows is, um, I was about to say Voices of the Body. Voices of the Body is one of my favorite shows, but one of my favorite shows is The Voice. And, um, I like it because it is, and I wish they were paying me for this, but they're not, but I like them anyway. And I went to go see them live the last time I went to California. I like them because like, the judges get to choose, right? These people like do everything in their, in their will, in their power, in their gifting, in their control to do what they have to, to really say yes to themselves so that they can get a yes from one of the, the judges, right? Um, and even getting all of the judges to turn around at that point, like, I really enjoy that because it's not, it's, it's, it's the judges picking them. Chance the Rapper is on this season and I'm just like, I've never, like every season that I watch, I always watch the blind auditions. I don't always go past that for some reason. And it's not like, it just kind of happens that way. Um, Chance the Rapper is on this season and this is probably the first time where I'm just like, ooh, there's a coach that I'm like cheering for, right? Like there's a there's a team and a coach that I'm cheering for, like rooting for and like really looking forward to seeing how he works with these different artists and develops them and all that other stuff. As opposed to like in the past where I'd like go for other like just individual um, artists, right, that are coming on the show. And that's neither here nor there. I bring up this show because every time they do a story on whoever is coming up next to um, sing for the judges, the, the running theme has been, you know what? I woke up one day and was just like, I don't want to do this job anymore. And I quit everything and I went after what it is that I wanted to do. So I moved here and I pursued this and it was a struggle, but I kept going and I did that and I would work this job and I would do that job and I would sing in all these different places. Right. 
And as I'm watching it, I'm just like, bro, that's exactly what I just did. Like, that's exactly what I just did in in so many forms, right? So October of 2022, um, I was on my, I was coming back from my third mental health leave and I went back to work my first day and I could just feel that something was like, like it wasn't, like I was telling my best friend at the time, I was just like, girl, I don't feel like this is like me anymore. Like, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be at this job anymore, but I'm going to go because I've been known to do things out of impulse, right? And not intuition. And I wanted to make sure that it was intuition and not impulse, right? Because the first time I went out on mental health leave, it was impulse. But what people fail to understand is like, even in those mistakes, God still uses them, right? God still uses everything. So when I like, yeah. So went back to work day one to the point where, to the point where I bought donuts and bagels for the office. And it was like I was giving myself my own little going away party. And talking to one of my favorite co like I'm I, like this office I actually like really love. Like I do miss all of these people in this particular office. And I just like it just wasn't feeling right anymore. Like it's just something wasn't just clicking anymore. So days over, I go home. I'm working on the podcast. I'm working on all these other things. Next day comes around. Oh, that I went to one of my childcare centers. I was talking to people there. Like everything just felt like an ending, right? In that space. And like some of my teachers were even shocked that I came back. Um, I think I was shocked, but I was like, you know what, Ashley, like I was really trying to make sure I, I, I did it right. Right. Whatever that looks like, I wanted to make sure that I didn't burn any bridges. I didn't, you know, just leave. I didn't show up immaturely, like, because you never know what partnerships are going to be needed down the road. Right. Or what people, um, want to connect with you on, um, or what you may need from them, right? So I wanted to make sure that if this was intuition and not um, impulse, that I was moving correctly, right? And so the next day I went to my childcare centers again, like another set that I have in another area. And I was just, I was like, yeah, this is it. Like I could feel it. It was just like, yeah, mm. I don't, it's just like, I could, I could feel it all. And, you know, I love working with these babies. Like I absolutely love working with, with these babies. I loved my job. Um, I loved what I did. I didn't necessarily like enjoy other parts of it, but it was like, like I, I really enjoyed it. So I put in my, my notice, like I sat with myself for a little bit when I got back home and I was like, okay, God, like, I know this is an impulse because it feels different. Right. 
I mean, and I'm I'm sitting here like going through all the things. Like, is it the medication I'm on? Like, is it, it like is it the fact that I've been gone for so long? It's just like, well, no. Like this, like I went out before and came back and was able to do my job, like with no problem. All these things, but like even before I went out on leave, my last day at work, I felt it then. So. I put in my notice, I put in like, I had like, and fear stepped in of, okay, like, what about money? I want to make sure that I have, you know, I want to keep my apartment. I want to, um, be able to like keep my own space and, you know, like be able to still do all the things. And for safety, like my safety net, I put, when I did my resignation letter, I put a month out, right? Because at that point I was like, okay, well, I'll be good. I'll have, you know, my rent will be good. Um, I will like, I'll be, I was getting ready to head to Puerto Rico to present at a Head Start conference there. Like, you know, I, like I had this aligned thing in my head and it was just like, ha, 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 ha jokes on you your last day is this friday so i'm like well i guess god is like girl it's go time please listen closely and carefully right anytime you give a yes you are about to say no to all the things that you thought you were supposed to keep. Literally, you are about to say no to a whole lot of stuff. No to the way you see it going. No to um, the timeline. No to the income. No to the place of of what you think is protection. Right. And I was having this conversation with one of my, um, one of my, with my home girl and, you know, she's in the same similar place. And like, I told her, I was like, for me, God already knows that the one person I have in my corner is my grandmother. Like, so, and I'm not afraid to share this. Like it turned into like a spiral, like once that no hit, everything started spiraling from there. Like not having enough money. Like I was able to go see my son and then made it to Puerto Rico. But when I got it to Puerto Rico, it was like God had or like orchestrated for angels to be there for me and tell me, I don't need to worry about anything. You go do what it is that I need you to do. Right. I was able to get there and get home, came home, was teaching on Thanksgiving day. I didn't want to spend time with family on Thanksgiving day. Like I was really engrossed in to, you know, what I needed to do for me, trying to figure this all out. Um, and Thanksgiving morning, um, I taught a yoga class. I barely had gas to get there. Right. But I was like, you know what, God, I want to teach and just come home. I don't really care about anything else at this point. Right. I have my own space. I'm going to like I just want to go teach and come back home. So I went to I got to the studio. Right. And 
man, my class was full, right? And I'm not like, I'm not bringing that up to try and, cause I don't like, I don't really care about the numbers. Like I don't really check in on how many people are coming to my class um, most times, but I like, there's certain faces that I'm used to seeing and you know, they're like, I have regulars when I was teaching at um, the studio. So, but that particular morning I, I came in and anytime I have to teach, I always like get there super early. I don't think I got there that early, but I got there early enough to be able to like just chill. It was just me and one other teacher that was teaching that day, um, that morning for Thanksgiving. And when I like got there, they were like, girl, you have like 17 people signed up for your class. And I was like, what? They were like, yeah, there was so in studio, there were maybe like 10 people and then the other seven or however, however, however many there were on um, live stream. And I was just like, wow. And I just remember like the way things just was flowing in that class and how the energy felt and it felt good. And it felt like it, like it felt like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. It, it gave me that feeling. It made me feel good. It made me feel alive. It made me feel purposeful. It made me free, like even forget that I just drove all the way to this studio with no gas. Right. And I like it, like it felt like it felt good. Like the space just felt good. And then afterwards it was like, all right, snap back to reality. And I was just like, okay, I'm snapped. I'm here. Um, a friend of mine ended up like sending me money, but by the time she sent it, it was too late. And I had, I was sitting on the side of the road and I remember like, I cried for a minute cause I was like, I, did I blow up my life? And then all of a sudden something hit and was just like, no, you're doing what I asked. And I was just like, okay. I remember I had bought like a Caesar salad with me um, and something to drink not alcohol, like a lemonade or something, you people. And where I stopped on the side of the road, I, there was like, it was literally at a a rest stop, literally at a rest stop. So there's symbolism in that. Right. And so at one point, like, I don't know, I, I like the way I just stopped crying and zipped it all up. I was like, well, if I'm going to be sitting here, I might as well enjoy it and make lemons out of these, uh, make lemonade out of these lemons. I got my salad, got my drink, got my phone and finished listening to a podcast that I was listening to, right? And sat at the bench and just enjoyed the weather because it was gorgeous outside. It was gorgeous outside, right? So like that was like a very pivotal moment, right? And I think that's what kind of started this process of, okay, what am I needing to learn in this transformational space, right? Because I know that I'm about to be like letting go of a lot of things, a lot of things, a lot of things, right? I ended up losing my apartment, 
I never say I lost it. I say I, I like, I mean, I got evicted, but I got evicted to elevate, right? Because if I would have stayed there, I don't like whatever was like, there was energy in that space already that I had been trying to rid for so long that I just, at some point I had even said to myself, I need to move because I'm going to walk through these hallways and like emotionally, I'm not going to grow, right? Like there's a space emotionally that I needed to grow, which was memories I needed to let go of also. And sometimes, right? Not all the time is moving going to be what you need, but moving is going to be what you need, right? Because spaces have energy with them, right? If you listen to the last episode that, um, well, not the last episode, the, the second to last episode on that energetic cleaning of your space, sometimes like the memories don't really go away either, right? The energy might shift a little bit, but there's going to come a point where those walls are holding the story that you are trying to forget. And at that point, right, it's like, okay, I need to make a decision. God's not gonna give us all of the answers, right? There's some things that he's gonna leave to us, 777. There's some things that he's gonna leave to us that we need to like jump on also, right? So I didn't want to leave my apartment because something in me was like, you're being a failure, right? Like you, like you, like you're just failing at this. And then the minute that eviction process like went into full force, I just threw all that I could in my car. The people were like really nice about it. Um, I was selling stuff. I was just like, you know what? Like I, if I'm going to do this, I might as well like, give some of this stuff away, sell what I can, like everything. I gave away a lot of stuff to a beautiful family that I know. Um, uh, and she, had, they had just moved into their place. So like I told them, I said, listen, I'm, I'm moving out. Like I got to be out of here by a certain date. And the the people gave me a great amount of time to like move all my stuff out. Um, but I told her, I said, listen, I'm, I'm moving, like, come get whatever it is that you want, whatever, whatever y'all need, like, just take it. Like, you don't have to give me a dime for it. Just take, take all of it, whatever can fit in your car. And they did that. Um, I ended up like putting stuff in storage. I found a good storage for cheap for that month. Cause I thought something else was going to take place. Um, but like just the way the process process went, I was reminded that God was with me, right? That he had set these angels in place to help me because I moved a two bedroom apartment by myself, by myself, no one to help at all. My homegirl came and helped with one night for a couple hours to like, move stuff to the storage. Other than that, no help outside of these angels again, right? So Puerto Rico, there was angels and now moving the furniture part, right? On the last day that I needed to move everything out, 
these two random guys were cleaning out another apartment and they said that they had been watching me for the last couple of days, like few days, moving stuff to my car back and forth and said, listen, whatever you need help with, just let us know, we'll help you. So I said, honestly, I need help with the furniture. I, I broke all the furniture down that needed to be broken down and they put it in the trunk that I rented and that was it. Like, right, like they, I said, I kept saying, I wish I had something to give. Like I was in tears with gratefulness because God was reminding me that I'm right where I need to be. I'm on the, I'm on the path that I need to be on. Right. Again, when you say yes to something, you're going to have to say no to a lot, but you have to also trust that God is providing you right it's that provision is going to be there right provision is protection right you you get strength in that space you get um abundance in that space you have everything that you need in that space right so I ended up moving back in with my grandmother but I was like settled and sold it was like I'm not going to be here long this feels like failure and it took her like having a stroke and going into the hospital and then me and her having a conversation in the hospital where she was like, listen, you're going to be fine. I want you, want you to go back into your room, your old room, because you're going to get yourself back together. And the weight that came off of me, the weight that came off of me, like these last few months have felt like a pimple right? Where, where this is nasty, but it has felt like a pimple that is so ready to burst that if you like touch it, it hurts, right? Like it's so tender and it's, it's going like it's, it's, but when it, when it bursts, it doesn't like just pop, right? It oozes because it's able to breathe now. It takes like this deep sigh and just is like, ugh. I'm free now, right? I am in a beautiful place of freedom. I have let go full-time job. I let go teaching at the studio because there's another opportunity that came up for me. Um, I have let go of feeling like a failure as a mother, right? Because my son lives with his father. And as much as I want him with me, he's right where he needs to be also, right? We talk every single day. We like FaceTime. Sometimes we just be sitting on the phone, not saying anything. But I know that like when if when he's here with me, we do that. We sit right next to each other, not talking about anything, right? Y'all like it's it's real out here. Um I've let go of a lot of like contracts and opportunities in my community and in my county that I had and that I like been building for right all of us like there's there's going to be a process of letting go there's going to be a process of letting go even like there's gonna be a process in letting go right what are you why do you have to let these things go because they transform you they grow you, right? They challenge what it is that you actually believe you deserve to have, right? 
they push you into like letting letting these things go push you into a direction of really being able to live in fulfillment right and we're not talking about financial like monetary fulfillment right and sometimes talking about that people just like well you just gonna be broke I'll take broke right and I'm never broke right there's nothing about me that's broke I have money coming to me constantly constantly right I also want to be in position to receive the money that is for me, right? The money that is that has been created from my gifting and my talents and my joy in doing it, right? I don't I don't regret leaving a job where I, it's like I can't wait to go home, like I'm ready to go home and I get home and I plop on the couch. Because I'm that like mentally, emotionally and spiritually, physically drained from it, right? Is working for myself exhausting? Absolutely. It's an exhaustion that I enjoy. It's not exhausting, right? Like it's not draining me. I'm able to rest. I'm able to really do the things that I enjoy doing, right? I'm... Uh, like I'm grateful, so grateful that I have a loving family member that has allowed me to come back into their space and feel feel safe, right? That might not be like everybody's story. That might not be something that everybody has, right? When you are preparing to move into like, the letting go season, right? That space of transition and transformation. Get still first, right? Get really still and really quiet for as long as you need to. Not as long as you need to that one day, right? As many days, right? Really journaling out. What is it that I really want to do? When I think about that thing, what does it make me feel, right? All I want to do is teach yoga, get paid for it, travel around the world, get paid to teach yoga around the world, build my business, right? And do my podcast. Like I'm excited to do all of those things and all of those things and write my book. All of those things are on my vision board, right? And really be able to create space for myself to not have to tap into anything till 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, in the morning, right? Really, I don't, I don't like stretching myself thin. I don't like that feeling of rush. I don't like how any of that feels in my body, right? So even in terms of like what society tells us entrepreneurship is, Like, you don't have to do none of that stuff either, right? Like, I don't actually enjoy waking up five, six, seven o'clock in the morning. I enjoy waking up at five, six, seven o'clock in the morning to watch the sunrise, watch the sunrise. Yeah, if I'm on, like, when I went to Costa Rica, I intentionally did that because a Costa Rica sunrise is a lot different than a sunrise in Jersey, a Jersey sunrise is not as cute as a Costa Rican sunrise. I'm just going to be honest. Like the Costa Rican sunrise is 
Like it's a vibe. It's a whole. It's a whole thing. Like Jersey, I'm not beat for the sunrise here. Like it's not. It's pretty. Like thank you God for the sunrise. I'm not beat to to, to like get up for it. Right. Um. So I'm able to flow with comfort. Flow with comfort, and excuse me. Allow myself to like preserve my energy and protect it for the things that I know I'm supposed to be doing because what you fail to understand also is that that fire phase right I call it the fire phase of the transition and like you can't have transition without transformation right yeah I just feel like those two things go hand in hand but that fire phase is that space that's molding you to prepare for the adversity on the other side of the joy of doing what it is that you love to do, right? I am now very clear on why God has put me in the space to focus solely on yoga and the depths of it, right? To the, to the, to the human eye, it looks like just yoga. She's just going to be teaching. She's just like it, but it's so much deeper than that, right? It's a whole industry of shifting and um, leadership, mentoring. Like it's it's a whole thing, right? And there's going to be some stuff that comes with it, right? So yeah, like I'm at a season now where it's like, um, whatever you think you're about to say and do and act and how like you think you're going to be able to behave with me, I need you to know I done seen it all. I done been through it all. Like all of what, even, even that transition space, right? That last little leg to get to like where I'm like to get to this space of newness no, yeah, like my my courage is different, right? My ability to say no is different. My conversation has a a a, a cost of attention to it, right? Um everybody's not getting my yes. Everybody's not getting my energy and learning to let go of my apartment, my son relationships, friendships, family, um, things, um, you you name like my car, like you name it, learning to let some of those, not some of them learning to let things go right in this external world and internally is, is what the preparation, like that's preparation for, the backside of everything that you are desiring to do, right? Even getting into that thing that you're desiring to do, right? You can't, like, it's all trial by fire, right? It's trial by fire because God wants to know that he can trust you, right? As much as you want what you want, God has to also know that he can trust you with it, right? And once he sees, man, I can trust her, I can trust him. I told them to do this and they did it. They didn't ask no questions. They didn't worry about money. They didn't know because you believe that he's protecting, 
providing, guiding, like all of those things, right? Your spirit guides, Allah, whoever, like what, whoever you deem as your higher, your higher power, right? Like I've said before, like it's weight that you're losing because you can't take everything with you, right? What if you get a call to do a job in another country, and you're like, okay, well, wait, I got to take all this stuff with me. You can't take a couch with you. I sold my couch. And when the people came, they met me at my storage to get the couch. I was just like looking at the bed set that I had for my son. I was like, like before I even knew anything that is like about to happen. Like now I like I'm looking at I was like, I can't take none of this with me. So I my my grandma has a couch like she's got two of them. Like I, what am I? So I'm looking at the bed set and I said to the family because I looked at their profile picture before I said yes to selling them the couch. I wanted to make sure they were legit. I said, uh, you have two boys. And they said, yeah, I said, you could just take this bed set. Bro, I gave them a whole bed set a whole kid's bed set, dresser, nightstand, all of it. Cause what do I need it for? Like me holding on to that still, like there's some stuff in there that I still need that I can bring to my grandmother's house, right? Like personal stuff, my pictures, pictures of my son, a big picture of him on his first birthday, all of those things. Right. But like, If I believe, right, so this is how faith works, right? If I, when, when I say to God, I don't want to work this job anymore. This is what I desire to do. And it aligns with his will, right? Because some of our wants and his will are not that far from each other, especially if they're written in our heart space, right? So when it when when the time comes to say yes to it i have to have faith that everything everything that i'm about to let go i'm going to get back a hundredfold and every time i've let something go i ha- like i'm going to be honest i sat there and cried like a baby depending on what it was right and then there were times where i was like you know what i'm excited to get rid of this stuff take all that you want right take it all i fully surrender take it all right there's like i always said right maybe in that moment give me a couple days to to regroup i'm going to get that back and be able to buy it with cash yeah i'm going to get that back and be able to buy it with cash. I'm going to get all of what I want and desire in the physical realm and buy it with cash, right? And this isn't trying to be a flex. This isn't, it's none of that, right? It's affirming by faith, right? It's affirmation. It's faith. It's believing that I can't see how this is going to go, right? But I'm trusting that God is going to provide because he sees the desires in my heart. He called me to this, right? There was even something literally that, um, the, like, at, like by the time this comes out, something I was able to, like, got 
asked to do. I submitted a proposal to go do a workshop at a Head Start conference in San Francisco. God showed me that. He's the one that woke me up one morning and said, go to this website and find find this. And I found it and submitted a proposal right then and there. I'm talking about I'm making up like what I wanted, what I want to do the workshop on a two and a half hour slot opportunity in California to network because traveling for business is a thing that I want. It is what I'm doing. It is what I'm doing. It is what I'm doing. Right. I also want to travel and teach, but I want to do that outside the country. We get a week before the conference and there was like five other things God said to let go of, including that. The minute I let go, someone sent me money. I can't make this up. I can't make it up. I can't make it up. The minute I emailed those people and told them that unfortunately I'm not going to be able to make it to present that following Monday. This was a Thursday I sent that email or a Wednesday, one of those days. Canceled the flight, but I was able to get a flight credit um, so I can use that towards something else and canceled the Airbnb. She wasn't trying to pay none of that back. So I was like, you know what? It's fine. Like I got, I got half of it back, but that ended up paying for a bill that I had to pay. And I was just like, you know what? That's fine. That's fine. Cause there's something bigger. And I had been saying like, since last year, I said, granny, I feel like something big is about to pop off for me. Like, I just, I, like, I feel like, I feel like, like all that I've been through, like I'm about to really receive, I'm about to really receive what it is that I've been praying for. The minute I emailed the Head Start Regional Program and told them that I wasn't going to be able to make it and it was very short notice. Literally, I was letting a friend know that I was supposed to go see also while I was out there and she sent me money. I ain't asking her for nothing because I didn't want to ask anybody for anything. Then the next day, what I needed to get to California, like God has a way of setting stuff up. He set me up. He set me up because he knew I wasn't going to cancel. But it was like, okay, since I know you're not going to do it, I'm going to make it so that you have no choice. Mind y'all, I'm not working full time. I've been doing gigs here, gigs there, gigs everywhere. Right. So a check that I was waiting on to pay for me to get to like the airport and all that other stuff. God's so funny. He said, well, you're not going to cancel. So I'm going to make sure you, you have no choice, but to, I cancel a friend sent me money. Then the next day I got the check in the mail. I said, well, well you, yeah, I'm okay. All right. All right. All right. And then that next, maybe a couple days after that, that Friday I had, a team meeting 
and everybody still said yes to working with me. I had to let go the retreat that I was building. Like, I'm not like I'm sitting here. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing with y'all. Right. Because this journey is like it's not easy. And I'm tired of us seeing like the overnight success thing. Who's talking about the true journey and what this looks like? Right. We don't talk about it until like we get to that other side. Like there's people not talking about it till they get to that other side. But who's who's walking through it and able to say, listen, this is where I'm at. I have no shame. I have no shame. Y'all know you've been with me like long enough. August will be a year for this podcast. Y'all been with me long enough to know. Ashley going to give you the real. I have no reason to lie, no reason to sugarcoat, right? But that's part of why like I'm doing this because even in my business, the goal is to walk with you, right? We're holding hands, leaping together. I got you. Like it, like there has to, like somebody has to be the one to do it first, Somebody has to be the one to do it first. I don't want to be the overnight success. I want people to be like, damn, like I remember when she was working at here and this is what she kept talking about. And now like we're seeing it unfold for her. And now look at where she's at. Like that's dope. She like she told us it was possible. Man, I'm finna do it too. Let me get myself together. I'm I'm about to do it too. Like, that's what I want from this. I'm not doing this for no pity party. I don't need no pity party. That's the last thing I need. That's the last thing I want. I don't want none of that. I don't need, like, I'm not, there's nothing for me to floss about. Like, I'm not even a flossy person. I like to shop. That's about it. But I'm not like, I like, I'm, I'm here to, to be real and to be honest. Letting go is hard. But I guarantee you, there is something bigger on the other side. And God is there with you every step of the way, every step of the way, every step of the way. You just got to let him mold you because, again, he needs a person that he can trust. And literally that Friday. I was standing in the kitchen the same kitchen. I always say that my room at my grandmother's house is my is my birthing room, right? Um but the I was standing in the kitchen and I like this song just started coming to me and um it was called it's called Lord You Are Good and I just started singing it. Then I was like, let me put it on my phone. And I just started playing it and just went deep into worship and was like, God, I like you, like you trust me, like you really trust me. Like, and I'm thinking about all the things that went wrong. And he's like, no, I needed those things to disappear because I trust you. And then loud and clear, I heard what he needed me to do. And I sobbed. You got to get still. You have to get still. You have to get quiet. You have to get into a space where all you hear is is like God's voice, right? From beginning like of the process through the journey, like all of it, right? And 
when you let go, he's checking for your heart. Like when, when you have to start letting these things go, like check in with yourself. Okay. What is this? What's coming up for me? What does this feel like? Right. And the hardest thing is remembering that you have a plan, right? Even though if you don't really have one, you have something that you're working towards, that you're letting go for, that you're stripping for, right? You strip all of this. When you let go, you're le- like you're letting go of, of, of dead weight, dead skin, like habits, like like oh you're you're letting go of a like a whole person basically right so if you are in a space where you are ready to take that leap like sit with sit with yourself and sit with your higher power and do your journaling and really really write out, okay, what is it that I, I, I want to do? What do I need to be able to do it? Where can I do it? Can I keep my job and do this at the same time? Right. Am I going to be able to get ample amount of rest? Cause hustle culture, we ain't doing that over here. Like if you're, if you're in here and you about that hustle culture, nah, boo, we like to take naps. Yeah, I used to go on lunch breaks and take naps and leave work early and go take naps. Like, judge, judge ye not. Like, is it going to allow me to sustain a certain diet? Can I let go of a certain type of lifestyle for a season? Right? That's the big question. Y'all, I was hurt. I couldn't shop. I couldn't shop. Express wasn't getting nothing from me for a while. And every time I had to delete the app for a minute. Cause if I saw another sign, a sale sign come up, I was like, I told my grandma, I said, Granny, I'm getting itchy. I'm getting itchy. They got jeans on sale. I can't buy jeans from everybody. I can't buy clothes from everybody. Like, whew, it was hard. It was hard. And I think like, but, but also give yourself space to grieve what you're letting go. Right. It, because that's also okay. It's not like we out here just letting stuff go and not real, not being attentive to the emotional space that it's hitting. Right. Because although it's just furniture and yes, I declare that the next time I have my own space, I will be able to buy my furniture outright. I worked hard to to get it and buy it. It was my first apartment, my first time buying a couch. I loved that couch, right? I healed on that couch. No, a lot of other stuff on that couch, right? Like I like that that couch is a part of my healing journey, right? My son's bedroom set. Right? To be able to say that I was able to do that for him, like made me feel good as a parent. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they're like, give yourself space to grieve. Also, you have to give yourself space to grieve is when we let go of people, right? It's really, really about going inward and being honest and truthful with yourself through that journey. Because when you get to where you're going, like, it's going to ask you to, to do the same thing. So if you can be trusted with it now, like then just imagine when you get to where you're going, 
people are going to try and talk about you and literally that saying just let it roll off your back roll off you like a like a like a like water off a duck's back I don't even know if water really rolls off a duck's back like that but that's the saying right like you won't be phased I've hit that space I've I've come into that space but I also am doing and moving into exactly what it is that I prayed for and that I asked for and the life that I know I need for myself. Not only want for myself, but need for myself, right? A life of ease, a life of flow, a life of doing things that I enjoy that bring me joy. Not saying there won't be hardships, right? but I've, I've mastered hardship, right? I've mastered hardship to where when they show up, it's nothing, right? I've mastered, um, those hard conversations because when it's time to have them, I can maneuver through them, right? So yeah, yeah. It's take a breath, nice big inhale and exhale. Yeah. Um, stay tuned. This is going to be a nice journey, right? Um, yeah, give yourself space and do some journaling. What are you willing to let go of to step fully into the life that you desire, the life that you need and want, right? Yeah. (sighs) So exciting. So exciting. So exciting. Yes, I love you all for free. May you all walk in peace, blessings, joy, and abundance. Take care.